Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Oh, welcome back, everybody. It's 1235 in Edmonton. Uh, Brendan, let's uh, let's do a, a quick alteration on the fly here. We'll tell you that some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Albert, his own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. A reminder that every Wednesday night's date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Go down and see Rebecca and the staff at Roos Chris and tell them orders now sent you. We will get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. NHL today for our friends at Elite. Fire up that music. Toronto Maple Leafs host the Boston Bruins trying to stave off elimination. Bruins lead the series three games to two. Leafs won game 5-4-3 in Boston despite taking six penalties in a game compared to Boston's one. Bruins pummeled them in the second and third period. It was all Boston. Leafs head coach Mike Babcock says the Leafs need to settle a penalty box tonight. Uh, I thought we had a real good game going. We took six penalties and then the game... The center grade for us, you know, I said yesterday, lots of guys sat there and froze to death. Other guys played too much. So ideally, we could stay out of the box tonight and play right and, and game on, help the game be in our favor. Front-runner series so far. The team that scored first in the series has won every game. And, hey, let's face it, Freddie Anderson has stolen the two games for Toronto. Like when Boston's been chasing, they've been all over the Leafs. Patrice Bergeron expected again to play for Boston despite leaving the morning skate earlier today. Elsewhere, the Washington Capitals are at the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Caps lead the series three games to two. Braden Holpe, a goaltender that talks on a game day, and he's the starter, was asked about the Caps looking loose during their morning skate today. Oh, yeah, I mean, it means we're um, doing confident and uh, not gripping our sticks too tight or anything like that. But at the same time, uh, come game time, we're going to have to zone in and, and make sure we're focused on the task. Um, but that's uh, a long time from now to game time where we uh, uh, you know, just have to focus on what you do to, to make sure you're coming to the rink with uh, uh, the best preparation and, and giving yourself the best chance to help the team win. 
All right, that is uh, Brayden Holtby, and he, of course, starting goaltender for Washington. Brendan's all jacked up because uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are up 2-0 in that series, winning a pair of overtime games in Washington, and back have struck the... Uh, Washington Capitals winning three straight, including two in OT. They've been the better team in the series. Well, not last game until overtime. I, they dominated overtime. Columbus but destroyed them in Columbus. the third. Yeah, I and mean, then was OT was all. Uh, it's a strange. That one. It's a strange series so far, man. Like yeah. it is. It's kind of it's odd. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Bill Peters, the worst kept secret in the NHL, the new head coach of the Calgary Flames. While we have a window here, Brendan, why don't we take... uh, Ah, we'll get to John Shannon here right away. So, Bill Peters, new head coach of the Calgary Flames. Minnesota Wild, by the way, announced today they will not renew GM Chuck Fletcher's contract. Six straight years in the playoffs, never out of the second round. Western Hockey League playoffs, Everton Tri-City tied 1-1 after the weekend. Tri-City winning 5-3 on Saturday night. And uh, Swift Current is up 2-0 on Lethbridge. It has not been easy... For uh, Manny Vivrios, who's the odds-on favorite to win WHL Coach of the Year this year. Uh, The Broncos won in overtime in Game 2. Stuart Skinner out of the Southside Athletic Club. Giorgio Estefan out of the uh, Southside Athletic Club. Those two were the two longest-serving members of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Peter Anhold traded them in a uh, load-up deal for Swift, and uh, those two guys came back and bit them on Saturday night. Skinner, the Oilers' draft choice, makes 36 uh, saves on 39 shots, and... uh, Estefan had a uh, hat-trick, including the winner in OT, 4-3, the score there. They're in Lethbridge on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And don't forget, uh, for Swift, they've had to play Regina, who's hosting the Memorial Cup, the MasterCard Memorial Cup on Sportsnet uh, coming up here, and then Moose Jaw. So they've played two real tough teams, and I think that team's looking a little bit exhausted. I watched the game Saturday online, and uh, Glenn Godwin, the... Uh, Fine 120-point score for Swift Current. Got a little bit banged up as well in that series. So keeping an eye on Swift Current, and I'm told there's lots of interest in the National Hockey League around Manny uh, Vivrios. So we'll continue to monitor that. Without further ado, we are pleased to be joined by the regular contributor to our show every Monday on Oilers Now. It is John Shannon. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, Bob. How's it going? Oh, you know. Living the dream on a day-by-day basis. You know how that works. Aren't we all? Yes. Aren't we all? Yes, indeed. Uh, let's start with some thoughts from the weekend. Uh, and we got a big game tonight in Toronto between the Maple Leafs and Boston. Are Toronto lucky that that series has been extended after the way the Bruins uh, pushed the dial on the back half of that game on Saturday night? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it had gone to, uh, I mean, three more minutes and it might have been the Bruins up by two goals. Uh, when you look, scoring chances in the, the whole game were 35-11 for the Bruins, 14-2 in the third period. Freddie Anderson was lights out. In fact, you know, the two games, the two games that the Leafs have won, uh, one in Boston and one in Toronto, uh, Anderson really, really saved teams' bacon, you know, albeit there was a couple of mediocre goals in the, in the one victory. But I'll tell you what, he was stellar. Uh, for the two victories, and uh, there, you know, there's no question that Bruins are bigger, they're faster, they're deeper, uh, and uh, I, I, you know, 
wouldn't be surprising to me that they uh, close it out tonight. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm expecting that. I think that Boston gets it done tonight as well. A quick thought on New Jersey and Colorado. It shows you that you can have very tough seasons and have it completely turned around if you have an MVP-type performance from your best player. <laughs> uh, Nathan McKinnon, yeah. in the case of Colorado, Taylor Hall in New Jersey. Yeah, and and uh, and both both teams did piecemeal work putting together good goaltending. And I think that if you look at what happened between Schneider and Keith Kincaid, yes, uh, and and then I mean, heck, uh, what Bernier, Varlamov, and then Andrew Hammond for one game. Uh, I think that that speaks to the importance of that second goaltender for a franchise, and and whether the Oilers think they have it. Uh, have that figured out now with Talbert and Montoya uh, will be re- will remain to, to be seen. But that to me is goaltending depth. We talk about depth all over the ice, Bob, and too many times we don't mention goaltending depth because people have spent too much money on the number one guy. Well, uh, last time I saw Cam Talbot's 23rd in the league in terms of being the number one guy, salary-wise. Yep. Uh, Elliot Friedman put out from NHL Hockey and Rogers Saturday night that Edmonton is in on Miko Koskinen. As you know, um, or Koskinen, as you know, the KHL contracts expire April 30th, so even if the Oilers had a deal done with the guy, uh, hypothetically, they couldn't even announce, I would assume, they couldn't announce it to May 1st. Mind you, that's never stopped Russian teams were doing business, as you know. <laughs> but um, any any kind of report on that front from your perspective? Do you know, I mean, he was Finland's goaltender at the Olympics. He played on a powerhouse team in the KHL that did not win this year. Anton Lander's yeah. team ended up winning this year. But any, anything you have to add there other than the fact that I guess it's incumbent upon the Oilers to create the most competitive situation they can in goal? Well, you know, what we're, what we're seeing now is that uh, if, if you don't have the patience to work through the draft, uh, and you don't have you don't have the opportunity to to grow through you know these mature college free agents, then the KHL becomes that third option. And you know we're starting to hear now not only Koskinen but we're hearing about the potential of Slava Voyanov returning to the National Hockey League, although he he has he's suspended by the league, uh, and obviously Ilya Kovalchuk. So. Um, it, you know, Koskinen will, there'll be more than one team looking at Koskinen in, in my mind. And if the Oilers are one of them, then that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, what's the status of Voyanov? I mean, would he, ha- is, would he have to, does he have to clear some sort of uh, league mandated situation after, you know, he was convicted of a uh, spousal abuse? He has, he has to appeal for uh, reinstatement to the National Hockey League. Okay. Uh, and I'm not sure that will ever come. Uh, and uh, what I'm not also sure is that uh, whether the Kings have first dibs on him at this point and how that works. <laughs> so there's a, a few hurdles. I mean, we're, we're, you know, there were reports that the Islanders were kicking tires on Voyanov, but how they could do that right. and whether the Kings have retained his rights at this point. And dating back to April 13th, uh, in the case of uh, Koskinen, there were reports that you know, uh, maybe back to the Islanders. He is not Islanders' property at this time. We should establish that. No. He, he is. Right. He becomes an unrestricted free agent from the KHL on the 30th of April. John Shannon joining us from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, John, what's your take on uh, Bill Peters to Calgary, other than the fact that it was the worst-kept secret in hockey? You know, it's funny. I, uh, I was around uh, the Flames as I was around the Oilers uh, uh, late in the season, and there were murmurs then 
uh, of how positive the relationship was between Peterson for living. Um, so once it became apparent, and and I, you know, Brad for living did not make his decision, and I I truly believe that he was probably assisted in making that decision by ownership uh, till nine days after the season ended about r- removing Len Gulliton. Uh, and as soon as that occurred, um, then Peters was at the top of the list. If Peters decided to walk away from that million and a half dollars that he had under contract in Carolina, um, and you know whether the timing is such that they had an opportunity to talk, and uh, it still remains to be seen. But as, as I understand, this was always Brad's first pick. Uh, he did not get as much pushback from ownership uh, about Daryl Sutter as I think even he thought. And so from that perspective, uh, this is exactly what Brad for Living wanted. Uh, and I don't think Brad's done by any stretch. I, I think we're going to see the roster tampered with a little bit, uh, even in the top six forwards. Uh, could it potentially involve defense as well? It might. Uh, but I don't, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I, I don't think that it, I mean, when you look at their defense, uh, I'm not sure I would touch it. I really am not sure yeah. I would touch it at this point. Let, you know, it's it Dougie Hamilton almost a full year to settle in. Uh, Travis Hamannick started to play better. Uh, you know, the, 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 the odd man out in many ways was TJ Brody, and, and he did not have a good season for the second year in a row. So that to me is, becomes the question mark is, is Brody the one that is um, is marketable for them and will there be interest in Brody I suspect there would be because he's a really good puck moving defenseman he's got a good offensive side so from that perspective he would be the guy that I think that most people would target he had uh, some considerable personal matters to deal with during the course of right. as well which we will not get into other than to say that there you know there's some understanding there that there were some challenges uh, Sam Bennett is he the guy that can end up going? I mean, do, do they know what they have with him at this stage? I mean, he's in the dry sidle draft year, and you see what Leon's doing, and you see what Pasternak's doing in Boston, and Bennett was one pick after dry sidle, and I still don't know what he is. I, I, I'd say at this stage he's a third liner. I don't think he's a top six guy. Well, he, when I talked about the top six, he was not one of those six. There you go. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I think we're, you know, we're talking a major piece of, of the Flames in order to either get him a, a quality goal scorer uh, or uh, at least a high draft pick, which, you know, we all know that they don't have uh, this summer, at least. All right, so Glenn Gullitson out. Is he a possibility in Edmonton, do you think, on Todd McClellan's staff? Well, he'd be a great addition. Uh, if he is, he'd be a great addition. I think that, uh, in fact, I've had people mention that he would be an ideal assistant coach, uh, you know, a, a, an associate coach comparable to what Rick Bonus is for John Cooper in Tampa. Uh, somebody who uh, has the ability to, you know, to be that uh, a good sounding board, and uh, an alternate thought, but with unbelievable skills as a communicator with the players. Um, so, I mean, if, if, if somebody said to me that Glenn Gullifton's a possibility in Edmonton, I would, I would endorse it. Uh, but I didn't want to see him fired in Calgary. So yeah. I, I think that Gullitson's a modern-day coach. He's a great communicator. Uh, you know, Don't let the boyish charms fool you. He can be a cutthroat guy. Uh, and I just I, I just think he ended up being the victim for uh, an immature roster in Calgary that, uh, that didn't grow up quick enough, uh, combined with a couple of injuries to a couple of key guys. 
Well, and the pressure there gets intensified when they miss the playoffs and they trade their number one to get Hamannick as well, right? I mean, that's... Yep, that... Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, and, and, and there's pressure off the ice to be relevant in the community when you're trying to get a new arena. Yes, indeed. We're joined right now by John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. By the way, speaking of Calgary, Rich Sutter, uh, who uh, does some work on the Flames uh, Sportsnet broadcast, will be joining us at 105 to give us uh, his uh, take on uh, the Gullitson out uh, Bill Peters in uh, angle. Speaking of uh, changes, Minnesota Wild uh, decide not to extend a contract extension to right. a guy who's one of the best guys in the league to deal with on a day-by-day basis, and that's Chuck Fletcher. Your thoughts? Uh, well, I guess somebody had to pay, and uh, uh, the interesting thing with Craig Biffold here is that uh, it, it, he had a great relationship with Fletcher, but something had to change, I think, from Leopold's perspective. Let's remember, don't, and I, what I want to make sure is that we don't, accuse Fletcher of wasting $198 million or $196 million on Suter and Parise because that's what Craig wanted to do. He yes. was he was yes. the one who pushed them to sign the two guys uh, from uh, obviously from Nashville and from the uh, from the Devils. So from that perspective uh, the, the owners the owner is uh, conflicted on that and, and, and he's part of the he, he might be as much part of the issue there as anything. Chuck Fletcher was I have biases. I've known Chuck since he was 10. Uh, and uh, Chuck Fletcher is a, is a gentleman. He worked hard. He understands the game. His pedigree goes beyond that of his father, Cliff. It goes to Ray Shiro. It goes to Brian Murray. Uh, this guy knows the game, knows the people, is a good communicator. He won't be out of work very long, in my opinion. Uh, and all he did in his nine years there was they made the playoffs for the last uh, six consecutive seasons, and when he when he identified they needed a new, a new goalie, he went out and found Devin Dubnik. Look what Dubnik did for them. So he's done a lot of good stuff for this franchise, uh, and uh, I, I put a lot of the, the blame and onus on the ownership in this one. Uh, well, I'll take it one step further. You mentioned uh, Suter and Parise. Those guys have, for the most part, you know, certainly in Suter's case, and to a lesser extent Parise, because he's dealt some injury issues, but they've delivered. The contract that is the question mark for me is Thomas Vanek, and we both know that the owner had input on that one as well, bringing a former yeah. Minnesota Golden Gopher back into town on a three-year deal at $6.5 million, and they ended up buying the last year of that deal out. And well, uh, and look at the deal that uh, that Chuck did for Eric Stahl. Yes. And you know, look how Eric Stahl, I mean, there, there, are, there are too many positives uh, in, in Chuck's file for me to think that that he should pay the price. The interesting thing for me, Bob, and you've been there as much as I have, if not more, the biggest problem in Minnesota is I'm not sure what their personality is. I'm not sure when you, they're a bland, they're a, I mean, they're a bland team. And if that, that would be the only complaint I would have about Chuck's roster was that they were bland. They didn't have much personality. They didn't have as much edge. And some of their young guys that were supposed to be stars and Coyle, the leader rider, uh, didn't respond in the playoffs when they needed them to. No, that's fair. Uh, the one guy that did play pretty well was Dumba. And i I got to be honest, I never thought he was going to be that good. He's turned out to be that good. He went seventh in the draft, by the way, in the Yakupov draft year. Uh, speaking and, of the draft... And, and i tell you what, i tell you what, Chuck Fletcher showed a ton of patience with him, making sure he stayed in junior yes. longer than most kids. 
Yep. In order to make sure that he matured. Yes, indeed. All right, uh, John. For the record, I believe that Chuck Fletcher will be uh, unemployed less than a calendar year. So, there you go. I think some. Okay. I think someone's going to snap him up within the next year. I think he's that good. Harvard educated lawyer, tremendous, uh, excellent people skills, all that kind of stuff. Uh, final. I was going to talk about the draft. Uh, NHL hockey and Rogers has the lottery. That's your network on Saturday night, the 28th. Saturday. Yes. Yes. Did, okay, we'll, we're going to sit down with Peter Shirelli at some point on Saturday to talk to him about what's going on in the draft. We'll sit down with Jim Benning. We'll sit down uh, with all the managers uh, that uh, we think are pertinent, uh, particularly the Canadian ones, and sit and talk and see what's going on. Now, is, it, is this is this going to be at 6.30 Eastern, like before the 5 o'clock? Yeah, what's, what's the... Well, I, I mean, I, the schedule's not set for Saturday, but I would, what I imagine is there's only going to be one primetime game on Saturday night, so this will probably be a 7 o'clock show, 7 Eastern time. Okay. Great stuff. Hey, John, we appreciate your time. Take care. Talk to you soon, Bob. You bet. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, that's John Shannon. It's 1254 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. We're going to take a quick timeout, come back with a little bit more after this. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Oh, it's going to be an interesting summer. It's 12.56 in Edmonton. Guess what? Coming up in the fall, you got a chance to jump in. We open up 10 more spots for an Oilers Now road trip to Sweden and Germany. You follow Oilers now with New West Travel to Europe in October to see two great hockey games and experience all that Germany and Sweden have to offer. Your New West Travel package includes flights, hotels, game tickets, and welcome receptions. Book now for the Oilers Now hockey road trip to Sweden and Germany. Space is limited. Call New West Travel 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Um... This text comes in out of Drayton Valley. Bob, the orders are still ev- evaluating. Meanwhile, Minnesota makes moves immediately. Well, it's a little bit different. Okay? You have a situation where you've got uh, the contract was up for Chuck Fletcher. Right? That was part of the equation. And he had been rumored. Uh, I know we were in there late in the year, and I was unaware that his uh, contract was up at that time. So, still evaluating. We'll see what happens on the coaching front. There's what the New York Rangers are still evaluating their coaching situation. They don't have a head coach. Dallas does not have a head coach. Carolina does not have a head coach. Carolina may be a team you can prey upon. I might be prepared to go down that path. If you've got a guy that's relatively new as an owner and he's a bit of a cowboy, maybe there's a way you can get in on the mix there. That might be a team that I look at to try to get some personnel from. 12.57 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rich Sutter and Ron Lowe coming up in hour number two of Oilers Now.